Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello! Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host, the most, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from the time I went to Italy, a.k.a. the modern-day spoof, Haraja, coming at you from New York City, baby, baby, 34th Street, 42nd Street, 11th Street, you know, all the numbers, streets, here I am, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, wee, the girl, she's mine, and ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, Damn, she's fine. What is up, baby? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all that hot, hot wrestling action. Okay, give me the... What up, man? Uh, uh, <laughs> everyone, man, we're back in it. I'm still in New York City. Surprise, surprise. Oh, man. Uh, and I'm excited to be here. New York is hard. Uh, it is fun, but I got an awesome guest sitting in front of me. I've been meaning to get this guy on the show for a long time, so that's the benefit of staying in New York. Um, but before I introduce my guest, I want to make a few announcements, which is, one, if you want to support the show, if you're loving the show, remember, this is grassroots, baby, so throw us a couple bucks on patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling, and for your efforts, we will give you bonus episodes that you can only get there. No, not as many freebies going to be on the main feed now, right? You saw, we gave you a taste, and now it's time to pay the piper. Uh, <laughs> but uh, right now we got an episode, bonus episode with Thomas Middleditch. You know him, Donnie Verizon, up there, the Silicon Valley Smasher. Bonus episode there, we got the Cal LaCroix Cocktail Contest up there. And uh, coming out this Monday, we have an episode with uh, uh, that I recorded last week here in New York with Casey Jost, head writer of... Uh, impractical jokers he tells us awesome stories about going to wrestlemania with the impractical jokers who are big wrestling marks and uh how all the wrestlers marked out so hard for the impractical jokers including elias who's a big fan and uh let's just say a piece of his merch comes from those guys so that's an awesome episode that you'll be able to check out uh when i get back to la we're going to be recording a ready to rumble bonus review episode <laughs> so anyway awesome stuff going on, on the patreon and it helps support the show uh, great now let's also you can cash in get your opinion on the show leave us a voicemail at 316 530-2429-316 530-2429 gobble weed blow my mind here we go okay sitting in front of me we have an awesome guest Former WWE writer, hilarious comedian, great dude, Mr. Matt Weir. Hey. What is up? Uh, nothing much, just uh, sitting in uh, all of your energy. Yeah, man. To open the show. <laughs> I can really turn it on. <laughs> uh, so, the last time I saw you, WrestleMania 33? Yes, yeah. I, 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 yeah if you, do you want to set that up? Or? I do. First, let yeah. me introduce our, our, uh, our Sophie, the masturbating engineer. <laughs> she, she is. That's in, me, baby. Hello. <laughs> Sophie's in a separate room. And I just so masturbate the whole we time. <laughs> last week, we showed her a picture of Finn Balor's abs, oh. and she's just been going to town since <laughs> for a full those, week. <laughs> those are some beautiful abs. What a beautiful man. Uh, you've Small seen him in person. I have. Oh, he, he actually... I shouldn't say this. He lives down the street from me. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He lives in New York? He lives in what? Greenpoint. Yeah. He lives in Greenpoint? I just gave that away. That's oh really my God. terrible. Is that bad? We no. Uh, What's his you'll address? See him, you'll see him walking around. 
Really? Yes. Um, is that because he's Irish? He had to live in somewhere that has green. I, I think he, I was... he's gonna live in the states. He's like, gotta live in <laughs> Greenpoint. <laughs> oh, this is like home. <laughs> my now. terrible Irish accent. Yeah, I, I have a bad one too. I'm like Irish, but I can't do an Irish accent. Um, that's cool. He does feel like a New Yorker though. Yeah, he does feel like a guy he's who would like, land in New York. He's like a young hip dude. Yeah, like you know, he's a he's a nice guy. I mean, all those guys are super nice for the most part, except uh, one giant. Man, Big Show. I don't like him. But anyway, oh, you don't like Big Show? No, I mean. He's so Matt fine. was a WWE writer until uh, very recently. And I met you at thirty. <laughs> I didn't meet you. I met you before that. But I last time I saw you was at WrestleMania thirty three. You came to my seats. Yeah, the yeah. plebeians came to our seats in the stands uh, uh, in a suit. Yes, you were in a suit. So you know, the whole thing was uh, I I was in charge of the uh, the kickoff shows, the WWE pay per view right. kickoff shows, and we were shooting right behind where Dan and Jason and I, I forget who else was sitting with you. But, Buddy uh, Arlen, they the, the audience knows who he is. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the audience knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw these Real guys. Jabroni. Yeah, <laughs> I went down to sit with them. It was before the the uh, fatal four way tag match with uh, the Hardys. Their big return. Yeah, and I knew they were going to return, so I wanted to feel the like how the audience felt and sit next to these guys because I wanted to see if everybody went nuts. And right. I was right. That I could feel the place shaking. So you knew that you were standing next to me, knowing it was going to happen. Yeah. Weird thing is that we were. I was not really surprised by that because we. Well, the night before we went to ROH to go, oh, we yeah, skipped yeah. NXT that year. We went to ROH to see Bucks Hardys. Yeah, yeah. Because we were like, that's a better match than what was the match? Shinsuke Rude. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't. I was. You know, and that'll. I will continue to do that every year. <laughs> I will gauge if the Super Card of Honor, which I believe what they call it now every year. I'll gauge if that is better. This year was really tight. Yeah, I didn't see that. I don't. I don't. I don't follow Ring of Honor. As I meant closely. tight in in terms. Sorry, because now I'm from <laughs> LA, so I gotta qualify. If yeah, I mean yeah, go for tight, it. like tight, man. This year was super tight. tight. Uh, there, people do say that, not ironically, where <laughs> I live. Um, <laughs> uh, we but, don't accept that shit here oh, in yeah. New York, man. Really funny accept. people too. Like really cool, <laughs> funny people will just be, yeah, it's tight. Tight. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I say dope a lot. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, it's dope. I do say, and dope. I'm trying. Like, I feel like that 14 year old me was cool to say that. 34 year old me, not as much, but I'm still gonna yeah. say it. Cause I say dope and whack for whack. a lot of it. That's whack. I don't say whack. Dope. <laughs> yeah, dope, yeah, like, yeah. Dope, dope. I still say wankster. Anyone else saying that? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still listening to that 50 Cent album, yeah. man. Oh, that's uh, who it was? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember who I got was. on loop. I play it every time it's my birthday. <laughs> I play wankster. No, uh, <laughs> okay. No, but, uh, uh, man, every time I tell a, d- a joke, it completely derails my points. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, what were we talking about? Oh, tight. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I meant, like, it was tight in terms of, like, which one was as good this Oh, yeah, year. yeah, yeah. And I, we chose NXT this year. I think that North American match put it over the top. Oh yeah, because it was all that was yeah. an amazing match. Yeah, I, that's like I and I, I always want to go to NXT because it's going to be closer to where yeah. I am. The the, the Supercard of Honor is always like forty five minute Uber out of the city. Yeah, so anyway, it's always some like small arena yeah. or like little convention center somewhere far away, and that's something like it was, sucks. It takes me out of it. I know people like love the indie feel or whatever, yeah. but like when I last time we went to Supercard of Honor, we're going to see Bucks Hardys. You walk in and then there's like. There's like a K-pop convention like next door, <laughs> and there's like there's like a kid, there's like a bar mitzvah happening yeah, in the yeah. same building. And like, where are you going? Where are you going? Oh, I'm going to watch the uh, dance fight. Uh, <laughs> the like, dance you know, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. You know what I mean? And then you're like, uh, you, you know, <laughs> you, it, whereas like when you walk into an arena, and yeah. then they're selling merch. It's yeah. like a whole thing. And I, I, like, I'm not shitting on uh, that. No. I hope I think All In will probably nip that in the bud. Oh but, yeah, uh, I think yeah. All In's gonna be that. It's interesting being part of that company and knowing how big it is and to see how uh 
well indie wrestling's doing now like oh, especially yeah. all in where i'm like oh that's cool like these guys are able to like kind of do this DIY, diy thing and you know who kn- vince probably doesn't even know what it is because he doesn't pay attention to anything outside of his own world so he he do you think he actually do you do you think i mean you're a guy firsthand worked with vince mcmahon <laughs> yeah. okay you think he knows what all in is He's definitely somebody's told him about it. I could see Triple H right. in his ear because Triple H is definitely a guy. I think Triple has, H no, one hundred percent knows. Yeah, he has I think his, Triple H uh, congratulated them. I think I'm sure he did. Did I make that up on social maybe, media? I think I don't uh, know. I feel like, or maybe he said it in, in passing. Someone asked him about it. I could he, see him like congratulating them on social media, but then like when the doors are shut, he's like, "Yeah, fuck those guys." Oh yeah, absolutely. Fuck them. Yeah, absolutely. Cody, fuck him. And he's also probably frustrated because I think a lot of the stuff those guys. A, a, a lot of stuff that those guys do is stuff he wants to implement that yeah. like Vince is in his way about. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that, that's like in my time there. That was like the great struggle and something that I think is interesting about the company is like Vince wants entertainment, Triple H wants sports. And right. That's like why like I see people complain about like oh this guy came up from NXT and they're using him like shit and it's like yeah because Vince sees it totally differently than Triple H. Right. Does. Triple H wants. He wants it to be athletic. He wants them to be real ass kickers because then that makes him a real ass kicker. It doesn't right. make him an actor. Or, you know, oh, did I just mess up and say something I shouldn't say? No, they, they're performers. Right. They're all performers. So I think it's – I respect Vince because I like the entertainment part of it. That was my job to write entertaining promos and backstages or whatever or characters. And Hunter wasn't necessarily against that. But his thing was like it was more straightforward. It's more what I think you're seeing in the indie world now. He likes uh, like a wrestling show. Yes. Like an NXT show. Yes. I prefer. I'm probably more of Vince. Okay. In the mentality yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm probably more that way. But I think it's the true answer is like everything ever politics everything it's oh, all yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Like there, if two things are great, probably the middle is where. Yeah. The, the sweet spot is, and that's I. I, I want a great. I want to watch matches like. Like Omega Okada every yeah. time, but I also want the story of like a Strowman or like, you know, uh, 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 that's not the best story. <laughs> but like this Shinsuke AJ feud, I really like the story yeah. going on how do you, there. Yeah, how do you like that so far? Because I, I really, I really like it. I'm just upset that like the Mania moment wasn't what I yeah, wanted because I, I pay to go to WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's cool. They got you know. Right now, people complain you lose. It's lose lose like. People complain this time of year is normally a lull, the post yeah. WrestleMania. So what they did was like, all right, we're gonna set this feud up in Mania. Yeah. So I think that you know, I think that I don't know. That it's an interesting cool. place to start it because it feels like yeah. that's where, especially to me, AJ and Nakamura are like two of the best right now. I have been for a couple of years. Yeah. And I remember when Nakamura got brought to SmackDown, I was writing on SmackDown, and I was like, oh, like I want. It's our job to make this guy as special as he should be, even more so. Right. And. Uh, <laughs> I think we tried, but there's certain things that happened that weren't any fault of the writers. Yeah, yeah, guys, I'm getting your back. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. He could have been set up, I think, better. Right, but uh, things got in the way. Right. So you were writing there from when to when? Like, uh, uh, like August 2016 to February 2018. So a little shy of two years. Right, right, right. That's a long time. It for, is. To put that in perspective, that's a long time to last at WWE yeah. because everyone. All right, like it's similar to to put this in, in perspective, people. I'm not like protecting <laughs> Matt's ego. Oh, thank you. I'm saying uh, the amount of amazing, talented people I know who go through WWE, like they have a culture of like, it's like a scare tactic, like scare, like where like like you always feel like you're gonna be fired. Yes, and they have a high turnover rate, and that's also. 
keeps the top people at the top. SNL has a very similar style. So that's what I hear. Right? Yeah, and even like my buddies that are still there are always like still worried that tomorrow could be the last yeah. day. Yeah. And I was talking to a guy recently who was currently writing there and he it's it, you know, it's that same attitude I know I'm going to get when I talk to someone from WWE. Yeah. They're like the job's cool, probably will end tomorrow yeah. and uh there won't be a real rhyme or reason for it except for like that's just the culture yeah Vince didn't like my hair that day or whatever like there's literally things like that right where it it has nothing to do with your performance or any of that it's just he didn't like you that day right and also they probably do it in a way my guess is also to protect uh, their the protect themselves so it looks like we let these people go because it seems like a job people want to quit pretty yeah. sure also. Oh, I, I mean, to Especially be honest. Especially someone who wants to work in entertainment because a lot of times people feel like the, what you do there doesn't actually align with your oh. ultimate goals. And that's yeah. totally where I was at. Right. And like I, I kind of, I, I fell into it. Like I loved wrestling growing up. I had a long spurt in like the mid-2000s where I just didn't watch any of it all because I was like, what the hell is this? This is a bunch of jack dudes. Not like right. it wasn't in the past, but. Talking about ruthless aggression. Yeah, the ruthless aggression. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember when I interviewed there, I told them, I was like, I I never saw it. I never watched any of that stuff. And right. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like this thing's been going on forever. Jump in where, where we're at now. And I, so I don't know. Do you want me to explain how I got into <laughs> wrestling writing? Yeah. All right. So. Uh, sure. I worked on a... This is the time of year where we got time to cover it. I'll slow down. I mean, before we shit on Ronda Rousey, (laughs) let's... uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So I was on a... I worked on an MTV prank show. It was an international prank show where I just sat in a room and wrote pranks. And they were terrible. And uh, a guy that I was writing with was a huge wrestling fan, so we talked about that a lot. He ended up writing on the Edge and Christian sketch show i can't uh, remember the whole sketch show of total awesome. awesomeness yeah the smells i don't know there's like i, I love reeks. edge as a wrestler i really yeah. love him as an, i find those two guys to be two of the least funny people no i agree 100%. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well that was the thing like so he was writing on that we talked to me he, he knew me from that and then uh it came around where they needed more sketches and he's like hey i can't do it can you write a bunch of sketches and i was like sure so i talked to a guy at wwe it was all like literally a quick phone call. Hey, yeah, here we have a couple guys, Gilberg and Jimmy Hart. Uh, can you just write something around them? Sure, I'll do that. I had like a day to write as many sketches as I could. Right. I wrote like seven or eight. I don't know how many. Sent them in, and I was like, okay, let me know. I'll punch them up. Let me know what you need. Nothing. No, no words. Oh, these are great. I got a paycheck. And then <laughs> months later, I saw it, and I was like, oh, that's my idea, but none of my words and very bastardized right. version of my idea. And then I. You know, getting the WWE, I've been writing for them for so long. I learned, like, oh, that's what happens. Like, every idea you have just gets bastardized to become what it becomes in the end. Right. Which is fine. I mean, that's part of – that's a corporate company. Right. They want their – Vince has control of everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, uh, I have uh – like I submitted uh, whatever I don't want to get too into this. <laughs> I've talked about this, but I submitted I submitted some writing samples. Uh huh. And I'm still wait. I'm like I know, I know they're gonna use it. Yeah. Like I well, know, that's you know what I mean. Like I know I wrote this thing. It's so funny. Yeah. I I, I I'm proud of myself of it. Um. Uh. And uh, if you don't think my stuff's funny, check out today. <laughs> I posted a clip of my wrestling stand up. Oh yeah, yeah. You can check good. it out on my Instagram at Dan Black Attack. And I should have plugged this at the top. And uh, you can check us out on the Comedian Wrestling Facebook page. Talk about wrestling at the four in the morning. And uh, post that there. So if you if you think that's funny, then then you agree that what I'm doing is funny. But yeah, no. And I'm like, I posted, I gave it to them, and then I they <laughs> they never actually, they never actually created this job. We had talked about <laughs> it or whatever. But I'm like, but I know they read that script. Yeah. And I'm like, it's such a good idea for their the network. Yeah. 
and I won't even say it here. There, there, dude, that's the thing. Like they would. There's a couple times. They're like, why there. we? We'll just write this without this guy. Yeah, that no, feels dude, like dude. how they operate yes. there. They, I don't know if they see the value. Well, that was the thing. Like <laughs> they would. Yeah, they, I, re- I remember there was a point where Vince wanted like a bunch of pitches from the writing staff for what could be on the network, right. and we, I can't remember. I can't remember what I wrote. There was like three ideas. That I was like, oh, these are pretty good TV show ideas. The thing was, no matter what happened, none of us were going to get credit for it. They would just take it and make it on their own. And that's right. kind of how the writing uh, staff is treated there, where it's like, okay, yeah, you guys are doing all the grunt work, but you're not going to – obviously, there's no credits. Like when Raw ends every Monday, they don't there's show no credits. Cre- right. It's, yeah. not like, it's not like TV. There's yeah. like SAG and – and everything there is non-union or whatever. Yeah. So, right. So it's all you're not in the guild or yeah. anything. So you're just grinding. You're you don't grinding. have to get credit for stuff like that. And like, and you know what? And also, you're getting paid okay, yeah, like pretty it was well. Good. So, I mean, dude. so it's okay. So it's we're not. It's not the biggest complaint, but no. it is. I'm saying that it's more like they're not like a. They don't run like a normal television yes. show where I'm like. They, I don't even. I think they could steal something from me that I pitched yeah. and not even know, and no <laughs> one would get credit anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I think my second. Uh, the the second writing sample I sent in was basically the AJ and the club beating up John Cena like we're gonna beat up right. John Cena that was essentially what I pitched oh you pitched the beat up John Cena that was my sample oh, I love that and like I don't I didn't use the phrase like we're gonna beat up John Cena but the whole thing was AJ and the club taking out you know the old guy getting rid of John Cena and then it led to in my pitch it was Randy Orton joining Cena and then Triple H joining Cena and like I remember when I went for the the interview they were like hey this is pretty big like this is a big move to have these guys come back. And, I, and, you know, at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, I just thought it would be fun. Right. I'm a fan. I want to see something right. fun. And that's – I learned how to channel – I tried to channel the inner fandom into the show, but you learn that's kind of – it's hard there. It's really right. hard. Yeah. What Right. Um, and what's the uh, – right, and it's all <laughs> at the whim of Vince's mood. That's yes. what it always – that's what uh, we always hear, you know. And he's so hands-on, and he's never going to stop oh, he, until dude, he drops dead, right? No, no, he's never going to quit. Like, he traveled all the time. And I still remember one of my favorite moments was uh, we did um, – He's Rumble. always in a suit, right? Is he in a suit on the okay. planes? Uh, I don't know. Possibly. Yeah, 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 There's yeah. one time – Have you ever seen Vince in a pair of jeans? No. I don't think he owns jeans. I think those are like he just got. He had one pair of jeans just for his uh Saint Valentine's Day massacre match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he wore jeans <laughs> versus Stone Cold. Yeah, he wore, he wore like black jeans. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. I've seen him in his workout gear, and that was like right. the the one thing I was going to bring up was uh, it was after the Royal Rumble in San Antonio. We had like a four hour drive to Laredo, Texas. We're on the border, and I remember it was like three in the morning. I'm walking. I checked into the hotel. Wait, where are you? Who, who's who's near you? This matters to me. Oh, I, I'm a visual me? person. So okay. you're sitting on a bus, like a what oh, is so, this? Like a and a, the bus. The writers are all on one bus. Yeah, this so, is Mark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're like, we're and, like and Vince is in their bus. No, no. He oh, has. Okay. Uh, he either has his car service. I'm guessing like a limo. He had Air McMahon. Or which he, is, just, he has. Or I was thinking we call Air ch- McMahon. Really? Really? I was yeah, thinking yeah. he has a chopper that just flies over the bus and w- just takes <laughs> shits on yeah. you. From just, <laughs> yeah, like constantly loading crap right into our mouths, <laughs> yeah. which is the usual there. But he, he uh, I'm pretty sure for that he probably had a bus. Most of the talent would ride buses, and there was a few times I remember getting to hotels and there's fans at like four or five in the morning waiting outside those hotels. Because they know that's where we're going to stay. Right. And that has to, like, to me as a writer, it's like, oh, this is crazy. But to the workers, like, they're doing that 340 days a year. Yeah. And it's like they, I understand why a lot of them were just like, I'm going to ignore fans. Get the fuck away from me. Right. Like, I saw, I remember, I wrote a lot for Neville. And I remember um, 
a fan came backstage. The man who forgot about gravity. Yes, the that's man what who you're forgot him. <laughs> <laughs> he would love that. I'm sure. He, that's why. He, that's why he quit because yeah. he was like, "Why am I falling down? This is bullshit. I yeah. should be going up. Should've just yeah. higher and higher." But they're keeping me here. Yeah. Rehashed bit. I, re- <laughs> I remember him. Uh, we were working on a promo backstage, and a fan, a young kid, came back and was like, "Hey Neville, can you sign this?" And he gra- He was like, "Get away from me!" Like growling him. Yeah. And then the kid ran, like, kind of walked away, upset. And then Neville turned to me, he's like, "Oh, sorry, I had to do that. Like, I have to keep up that I'm a heel." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I get it. Like, that's what you got to do." He's like, "Keeping what? That. Yeah." And he, you don't have to do that. I, I, you that's don't. an excuse. But he's I, like, "Hey, Matt, just so you don't think I'm the piece of shit that I actually yeah. am." I just want to let you know. <laughs> no, I, I loved him, man. He yeah, was yeah, great. Yeah. I mean, he, he's one of the best. Yeah, yeah. He's I, great. I, I'm quoted on this podcast as saying, "I thought Neville had." Was like a championship caliber yeah. wrestler. Yeah, and I I understand his frustrations, and I yeah. know like he wanted to work the way he wanted to work, and that's just that's the problem. Like there was a lot of guys that would come in, they want to do what they're good at, but Vince sees them as one thing, and then they're stuck in that. Right, and that's you know what like, did he want to do? He didn't because he, they wanted him not to be so. He wanted to not be a cruiserweight, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the thing. Like him and Aries were the like, right. Aries was like I should be up in the you know. Battling the heavyweights That's what I right. did And he's a You know Him and Neville Were both small guys Like I'm a tall dude yeah. I'm 6'2 I was Excuse me You tower those guys Yeah I tower Those guys are at my height Yeah so it was like weird Cause it was like Yeah you guys are Really great athletes And you should be doing this But it's just Vince isn't convinced by it That's why he You know That's why It makes sense to me That Braun is what he is He's this giant wrecking machine And in Vince Vince has this Childlike imagination And uh Respect and excitement for the product he's putting out. Like you can see that on his face, and that's what I'll respect him for. He put right. together this world, this this weird wrestling world, and he's still excited by it every night, and that's insane because he's been doing it for forty years and he doesn't do anything else. Yeah, I mean that's uh, you know that's something I always admire. To, you know, I we parallel comedy here. Like you know, when I see like Jerry Seinfeld, yeah, I always say how one thing that blows. I was talking about this yesterday. It blows my mind how he. Made the show, biggest sitcom of all time, arguably. I don't really know what the stats are, but in my head it is. <laughs> Sounds, yeah, one, right? it seems like it is. Yeah. And then he was like, "I'm done." Like he's done a couple projects here and there, and then he's like, "I just do stand up. I, I am a stand up." Yeah. And like now I have the money, and now I'm a stand up, and he does it constantly. Yeah. Been doing hours constantly. Yeah. And he'll do it till he dies. That's where his heart is, and that's yeah. same with Vince. Vince has these action figures that he puts out on uh, in a ring every right. week, and you know they make him excited. And you, right. You can watch him during the show. I mean. You're not. You don't have in the, gorilla. Yeah, in gorilla. Like you're as a writer, you're you're calling a promo or whatever that's gonna happen after a match. You're watching him out of the corner of your eye, get excited or pissed off. You know, it depends what right what mood he's in, but also what's happening out of the ring. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's why I love that because it's like you know it's corny, but like life, you know, life is very hard. You know what I yes. mean? And life can be exhausting <laughs> and annoying and stupid and full of bullshit. Yeah. But if you know, like me, I'm like I know the thing I love doing. Yeah. You know, so good. I'll keep doing that. Yeah, forever. And maybe so at least Vince you... that keeps Vince going. Yeah, I'm sure his days where he's like, uh, yeah, fuck me, God damn it. My wife is, <laughs> she's in the Trump camp yeah. right now. Uh, it's a bad look. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I don't know. No, <laughs> I don't he, know how he, he loves. Th- Trump. Yeah, he does. So. He loves Trump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what I what I wanted to bring oh, up the XFL. was uh, <laughs> I could bring that up. That was that was hilarious watching the XFL announcement in the writers' room when yeah. Vince. Vince had a line about, it was like, nobody wants to watch a three-hour NFL game. Who would do that? And we're all like, we do a three-hour show every Monday, not counting the other hours right. of content we have. And we, you know, it's, uh, I hated it that, that Raw is three hours. Right. It's too fucking long. Everybody knows that. Yeah, it's, wait, it's, 
Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like it's about to him. It's the money. Like they're getting. It's just an extra hour of yeah. money. Yeah, it's right. an extra, it's an extra hour, hour of advertising. Advertising, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why it's that. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's tell me. I'm gonna ask you yeah. one last question. Then let's go into this stuff and obviously pepper in stories and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Whatever we can de- get derailed, but let's try to <laughs> cover this week in wrestling. Yeah. yeah please. But tell me, what's the thing you did at WWE that you're the most proud of? Okay. Think? Like what piece of writing? Um. So. I would what the main thing yeah. and I still hold this close to my heart yeah. is I worked with Drew Gulak a lot. Oh yeah. And so when I got there to We got a lot of hoagie g- g- gulak oh, marks yeah, yeah. here. And so I'm from I'm from central Pennsylvania, Harrisburg, PA. Oh nice. I uh, lived in Philadelphia. My brother went to college with Oh you Drew. worked at the hoagie shop. Yes, oh, I went all the, the hoagie shop. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the only place you can that's get That's the work. only gig in Philly. I had to move because I could just Absolutely. couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's melting the cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah My yeah. dad's still there breaking his back at the hoagie. He's <laughs> like he's yeah. in the family business. He's got a gluten allergy, yeah. no one cares. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't even exist. His eyes are constantly welded shut from gluten allergies. But uh so I started when I started 205 Live started, and yeah. I got put on that pretty quickly because I started. I wrote a lot for uh, TJP and Brian Kendrick, and there was a, those were like the first two guys. Right. So I, I developed a lot of the 205 Live characters. So I worked with Jack Aller a lot, uh, uh, Mustafa Ali, who finally just kind of got his like weird costume that he's been designing with Marvel for like a year. Right. Out. Uh, but the the main thing is Drew Gulak because. Uh, at first, it didn't seem like Vince liked him at all. He was yeah. just like, oh, look at this guy. He's just a jobber. And I was like, no, he's good. He can talk. He can work. And we, uh, while we weren't doing the live show or why I didn't have anything, Drew and I would work backstage shooting promos, writing new stuff. And a lot of that character is based off of something he did in the indies. But um, we ended up – I remember there was a bunch of nights after the – the shows where we'd be in the hotel and we'd be shooting promos for him on my phone and I'd send him the lead writer and he'd be like, I don't think Vince is going to get this. And it right. took, that took so long to get Vince to get into it. And when Vin, when we finally did like the first like protest or whatever he did, Vince started to really like it. And then he just put him on. And now I'd arguably say Drew's probably, he, he's in the UK tournament now I know. And I feel like he's doing that because he's the energy. He's entertainment going to be, he, you know, right. he's going to be in that. Into the, into the super smarky yeah. work matches. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you that's know. cool because that's really satisfying because yeah. you're taking a guy who, like, had nothing going on, yeah. really, and, and, and a guy who's not a Vince classic type yeah. and, and getting him over and then from, like, the bottom. And then probably my guess is that as a WWE writer, like, that was a pl- – you have to find – it seems like my through line when I talk to people who work there is that you find – you're not gonna be able to do like get a lot in for John Cena no, or whatever, right? He's gonna like, do what he wants to do. So you I have like, to find things where they're like don't care enough where you can actually get your full idea through. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so that doesn't like, get butchered. There's a lot of guys it. like that right. where like it's like, hey, just whatever you got for me, whatever you got for me, and uh, excuse me, uh, indigestion. Oh uh, God. Uh, so I just the too podcast. much fucking Lacroix. I know too much. Burp it up. Um, but yeah, like guys like Drew. Uh, you know, I, I got the right for New Day when I started out, and yeah. they were fun, but it was like they had their thing already. Right. And like, I one of the last times I remember working with them, it was like we had a we had a promo all set, but they want to do their pancake thing, and Vince didn't get the pancake thing, but he just let them do it because right. it's New Day. But then there's guys like the the Drews or anybody lower on the card where like everything is like you know pushed back very hard because Vince doesn't understand it. Like Vince didn't get uh he didn't get a. Uh, Fashion Police the whole time I was yeah. there, 
every week. That's still like, my favorite thing. People are freaking out about it. It's getting written up in Entertainment Weekly or whatever it is. Vince still didn't get it. Yeah. And it's just like, just trust us. And he, he did, but once it slipped, once something happened, then he, the hammer was going to fall and he was going to stop it. And I, to be honest, I haven't watched it in a while, so I have no yeah. idea. I know they're on Raw now. I don't know if they're still yeah, doing Yeah, they're on Raw. Are they still doing any? They were at the B team uh, celebration oh, yeah. last week. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. The B Sweet. team. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. All right, let's get into this yeah, week yeah. in wrestling because we got so much to cover. Um, although, yeah, you know, we got so much to cover, but also, uh, man, Raw was a was hard for me to get through this week. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a slog. I think it's like we're waiting for this money in the bank to happen. We're not used. I think I'm mentally trained to wait. Like I'm mentally trained that pay per views are like right around the corner. Yeah. And the gap from what was the backlash and Greatest Royal Rumble, which were right next to each other, yeah. till Money in the Bank has been like a normal gap of time. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, Sundays being like the pay per views got to yeah. be this Sunday. It's weird and without it's having two pay per views. Yeah, left, right. Yeah, because that was insane for us because that means we had to work those Sundays. And but it's definitely oh well, yeah, it's tough, <laughs> yeah, for you guys. Oh, you don't get, you get salaried, right? You know, like, yeah. you don't get paid. Well, that's like, the thing. You're every day you're working. So right. So like, because I'm saying. Uh, now it's like Money in the Bank. It's like people are like, hey, I'm having people over. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, whereas these p- other pay-per-views were just popping up too often where it's like none of them felt important. Yeah. I mean, so it's now I'm like getting invited to things. I'm like, yeah, this pay-per-view should have like, they should be kind of special. Yeah. You know? They should. We shouldn't have so many that we have to name them Great Balls of Fire. Like, Nice. Is that one gone? I am. I hope so. I remember when I, I, I heard that. Back. I thought it was a joke. And I remember. Everyone thought it was a dude, joke. Dude, the rumor was that. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis was going to come back and do play Great Balls of Fire with Kid Rock when I was there. Like that was a legit. Are thing. you kidding me? None of us. I remember we didn't know if that was serious or not, and that's part Jerry of Jerry Lewis died, right? I thought I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> no, I was like, he's dead. Vince, yeah, he's Vince dead. can bring him back. You know, a hologram and Kid <laughs> yeah. Rock, Jerry Lewis hologram. Yeah, I oh thought that God. was going to happen, and I was. That's what I loved about it because it's like this is ridiculous. That's awesome. Let's do it. All right, let's so, get into wrestling. Here yeah. we go. Did you see the Ricochet flip? Wait, which which on, Oh yes, on NXT. Yes, yeah, did yes, you see dude, that? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the first thing I want to cover, even though it's in NXT. Yeah. And I covered it on my Instagram. One thing I'll say is that I shared this clip. I took the NXT, I did repost, I shared it, and then it got taken down. It was like you shared WWE <laughs> unauthorized. Wouldn't they want people to share yes. their videos? Dude, it's all about promotion. So I don't know. Why would that get why. taken down? That is so stupid. That's insane. Yeah. And I was like, all right, fine. It gave me the option. I was like, delete it or Fight it or I really? don't know. There was two options. I just said hit delete, whatever. I was like, Dude. "Fuck you guys! You don't want my, you don't want me to vouch for it. That's yeah. okay." But anyways, this clip of uh, the Dream, uh, the Velveteen Dream, Ricochet's in the ring. If you haven't seen it, uh, it's definitely on the Comedian Wrestling Facebook page for in the morning. Uh, <laughs> it's it's on there. Uh, but essentially, what happens is, uh, Dream what <laughs> Dream calls out Ricochet, just says like, "Anything you could do, I could do better." Right, yeah. and Ricochet's in the ring, and he flips from the ring over the top ropes onto the metal ramp, lands on his feet with his head down, Captain America style, <laughs> right, and then lifts his head up. It's such a controlled flip. Walks towards Dream, speaks into the microphone. Dream's holding and says, "Like, well, then I'm right here," yeah. you know, and. Uh, Velveteen Dream plays it so well. He is stunned, shocked, appalled. It's like he shit his pants. <laughs> and he's just standing there. He drops the microphone. His mouth is just like his jaw is completely loose. 
and it's amazing. It's an emo. It's such a great moment because of like they don't even touch. Yeah, but they're face to face. Yeah, this is an amazing moment. Where I was like the 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 quote I wrote on my Instagram post that got deleted was, <laughs> I was like, why are we watch? Why do people watch CGI superheroes when you have like real superheroes? Yeah. And that that's it. Like hit Ricochet doing that is like this is a superhuman. That's what people yeah. pay to watch. That's why they like Braun Strowman. He's a giant Superman who can lift up anything and break anything. Right. Ricochet can fly. He can do a flip. And like what I'm thinking, the top rope to the floor is maybe ten feet, ten feet, eight feet, maybe. It is. It's that's crazy. It's it's remarkable. It's hard to. I can imagine some people watching it and be like, "This isn't that high or something." Yeah. I don't know. But he lands on the metal grate. Yes, and that, you hear it that. That great at down in Florida is it's not giving. It, there's no giving that. It's I've been down there for, a lot. Yeah, it's not meant for a flip on no, there. None of it. I mean, a lot of these guys do flip on there. You can watch Kevin Owens' his first match. I think he does a <laughs> flip to the outside onto like C.J. Parker or whatever the uh, Juice Robinson. <laughs> he flips over him and he, he he lands like on the grate or whatever. But he's still getting caught. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, this uh, this landed right on his feet, almost pretty perfectly. Like he landed yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, and, and, gymnast shit. Yeah, I mean, it was sloppy enough where I liked it. Like, yeah. I don't like when it's too perfect. There's, yeah. a, there's a some lucha guys make it look too easy, <laughs> and I want like that was. I think that's part of Daniel Bryan's success is he was doing things that looked really hard and dangerous. Yeah, that like lucha guys could easily do. Yeah, but he, with him, he was landing weird. If, yeah, if you like, give it, if you give the audience something to be a little scared at, yeah. they're relieved when you right. land it because oh god, he didn't break his neck. Or, right, or, you know. right. So anyway, yep. uh, that that clip is just amazing. And Ricochet, I mean, what what do you what do you see for Ricochet's career? I mean, like he's you know how could he be like not? How could he trajectory wise? I mean, we know how good he is. I used to watch him on the Indies all the time. He's like he def- he he defies gravity in like a way. I mean, we were just talking about that, but in a way that's like doesn't look right. Yeah, it, it look it looks Im- it looks impossible. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping. He is superhuman. Like, I, I remember yeah. his first dark match at NXT. I, I also worked on NXT for, like, uh, eight no, months. No. Yeah. But um, his first match there, I remember the audience reacting to everything. And I, I was standing. Michael Cole was there. He he sits backstage, and he helps the uh, announcers. And uh, I remember hearing his reaction to Ricochet when he hit the, the right. double senton. He's yeah, like, yeah. Holy shit! What the fuck was that? What is that called? That's like I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. all out of my brain. It's like basically two full rotations. Yeah, that's into, nuts. It's crazy. Yeah, no human should try that. Sophie, and, you gotta check this out. Yeah, you gotta watch it, Sophie. It's okay. pretty. Uh, even if you're not type into in wrestling, r- ricochet. Uh, uh, yeah, centon. yeah. Let's get your. Ref- that's amazing. Okay, ricochet. What is that? Type in ricochet. We get because you're a non-wrestling fan, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. You're a full-on improv nerd, I'm right? A full improv nerd. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, wait. So ricochet, WWE. Yeah. What am I again? NXT. Watch a. I don't know. How do, do we like find call it? Called double senton. S e n t. That or should you watch the flip? Both. Oh, the flip. I mean, do both. both. Yeah, yeah. Just type it. Yeah, yeah. Ricochet. <laughs> go to the NXT. Um, you can go to the NXT Instagram, and then it's, I think it's one of the it's latest probably posts. Yeah. Right anyway, now. just look around for Ricochet flips yeah. in NXT or whatever. Well, you were asking about his trajectory, and I do think he will be a huge star. I, I think um, you think he's like IC guy. You think he could be heavyweight champion on a SmackDown? Hmm. Can he? Can he be a new? Because he is Rey Mysterio sized. I mean, not yeah. not that small. Not that small. He's a little but bigger than he him. will look that small in yeah. the ring next and to guy. That's he'll his... look tiny next to like Miz. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's the thing. I think. AJ is not a big guy. No, but he—he's he's wide though. He's, he's like wide. thick. You're right. You're right. Ricochet is like more miniature. He's super cut. 
Super yeah. ripped. Um, Ripochet, should start calling Ripochet. It. There we go. But uh, um, <laughs> I could see him having like classic battles with Finn. But I know even with Finn, like uh, Vince wasn't really sold on him because he's a small guy. So hopefully Ricochet's story isn't like he's a little guy battling the big guys. Hopefully he's more than that. Hopefully what by the time he gets called up, uh, things will be a little different. Right. But uh, All right. I don't know. Let's move on. So let's get into We're going to get into a cash in. I think this is about Ronda Rousey, and I think we're going to talk about Ronda Rousey for a while right now. <laughs> Sophie, you let us know when you've seen some Ricochet and what you think. Um, and uh, check out those abs. Feel free to oh, do what. Oh, I just saw it. Whoa. What, what did Whoa. you see? Yeah, Wait, yeah. this big flip when he, like, flips off the ring. To the ramp? To does he land on the ramp. metal part and then walk up yeah, to a, land yeah. on his feet? a dude okay. dressed yes. like Prince? Yes. yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, dude. What did you think of that? Damn. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That so honestly saying, kicked it up a notch. Is that? I also was watching like the rest of the match. I was like, okay, normal wrestling, normal wrestling, and then seeing that, I'm like, oh, okay, that sticks out. That's just crazy. He's, he should yeah. be an Avengers four, just yeah, as British. Absolutely. <laughs> it's kind of like what? Well, it's amazing that we're just like let's like let's watch Chris Evans do a <laughs> CGI flip. Yeah. Right. And like you, this stuff exists. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right. Let's just do this <laughs> cash in. Ready? All right. Sophie, I'm playing. Hey, this. fellas, it's John, a.k.a. Long John Silva, cashing in from Minnesota. Greetings from the great Arctic North. Um, I want to talk about Ronda Rousey's commentary during the Nia versus Natalia match on Raw this week. Um, I thought her commentary was just horrible, and I think people have talked about her poor mic skills before. I think you guys have even discussed it on this podcast. Uh, but this was a new low even for her. I thought she was worse than Booker T, because at least Booker T – is uh, kind of adorable with how bad he is on commentary, but Ronda Rousey doesn't even have that going for her. Um, I had doubts about Ronda from the beginning, but I think at WrestleMania she at least proved that she can wrestle. Her match at Mania was killer, so I think she proved that she belongs in the WWE, but they just need to not let her talk. Um, so I think, my opinion is, uh, they should make her the Brock Lesnar of the women's division and give her a Paul Heyman-like character to do all the talking for her because I think she would be hella over if they did that, I think she's already over, but I think that would just take her even higher. So that's all I've got. Love the show. Keep up the good work. All right. Thanks, uh, John, right? John Silva? Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks, man, from the great Arctic North. <laughs> Have you ever heard that expression? Yeah, uh, I feel like in uh, was it Strange Brew, the movie with the, the McKenzie brothers. Is that what the, I don't know. Uh, no, I, I don't know. Rick Moranis and... Uh, Are you talking about know. Nothing to Lose? No. Uh, Chevy Chase? No, just ignore me. I, I think... <laughs> no, uh, thanks for listening. God, we... I think... Um, I, here's what I think. I think they know, like, Heim, the Heyman move is like... Well, you might know inside, but the, the Heyman move is a possibility. Like, yeah. they got that. I think they're like, there's no reason to rush it. They're like, let's let this thing go. Let's like, let's see what R- Rousey could do on her own. Because ideally, if I'm writing for Rousey, I want to try to get her over on her own. Yeah, she's a product. You're paying a lot of money for her. Yes, it'd be nice to have her self-contained. Yeah, and she killed it at Mania. So it's like, let's keep riding this out. What are you saying? Oh, I was gonna say, I think uh, with her, it's it's a tricky situation because it is like this star from another organization, from UFC, is coming in or MMA. They're coming in. We got to make them look like a badass, which they already are. They can do this for real, but they got to do it in our world. And part of their world is being entertaining on the mic. She doesn't really have that. I did think when I was there and I knew she was coming in that I thought she was going to be put with a Paul Heyman. Why wouldn't Paul Heyman scoop her up? 
and make that his beast right. in the women's division. But like you said, like it's too too obvious. It like also requires it. Heyman to work more, which yeah. I don't know if you know he wants to, you know. Uh, I don't know. He was always a really nice guy, pleasant guy, and yeah. I think he's just down for the business. And if it means right. that he can help somebody out, he'll do it. I mean, it helps him out too, money-wise. Go for it. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I'm just cracking into a 1% percent whoop ass. Hold on. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Canada Dry LaCroix. Oh. <laughs> I was glad that didn't explode in your face. It was I spilled up. a lot of it on me. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, God's still down the road. Her. If she, she's <laughs> yeah. uh, if she gets a couple big wins under her, then I think they can start parading her around like that. I'm kind of unsure of what they'll do with her because they yeah. brought her in in such a. How can you bring her in the way she's brought in and then not put a title on her immediately? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, we'll see if she wins the title. I think if she does win the title, someone will cash in immediately. Probably Natalia seems what they're setting up for. Yeah. If Natalia wins that that briefcase early in the night, odds are she's going to cash in. They're going to set that up and then have Rousey chasing it. And then we show how strong Rousey is because she was able to take down Nia Jax. And yeah. That seems to be something they're going for. Yeah. Um, uh, let's get into it. Let's talk focus on our, we'll talk focus on that a little bit next week because that's our go home. But like, so I think we should focus on this commentary because oh, I, yes, I yes. got so many messages on the commentary. Yeah. Now one one person on the Facebook page for the morning said um, th- they mentioned her do nothing bitch uh, <laughs> promo. Yeah. And so she's had two promos I dug. One was um, leading up to Mania. She had a package. Okay. Where she was talking about like. Was it like one of those sit down interviews? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it, and it's chopped. It's cut up, and it's fed. Lines are fed to her, so it was good. But she talked about her marriage and her losing, and like just being like I, you know, um, everything I done led me to this moment and all that. And I was, <laughs> I, I, I got into it. Uh, everything she did leading up, to, you know, whatever. Okay, that's gonna <laughs> derail us too much. We already derailed enough, but. Uh, and then she had the UFC do nothing bitch promo, which was the thing that everyone sent me when that happened. Um, uh, even my wife was aware of it. That's when she was like talking about her body type. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was like, "My wife." To- uh, she was like, "My mom told me like they're like talking about your body. How she's muscular and like doesn't have like a I don't know. Her body's great. I don't yeah. know. Why. I, like you know. I mean, I, I'm not sure what. It's yeah, it's weird. Like, and I feel like because maybe her shoulders are broader. I don't really yeah. know. Like she has an attractive body. I don't. You know. It's weird because she isn't like she's now. I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, who was making any comment about her right. body? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's something. I could see them using that as an angle. And at this point, I, I wasn't really watching it. I just left, so I was like, oh, I'm not yeah. going to pay attention. Uh, but I feel like maybe that's something from the outside, from one of the writers or whatever. That, yeah. Or Vince's direction was like, oh, have this. And it's like, why would you, you yeah. need that? <laughs> but this was UFC. Yeah. So I, uh, Oh, so you, okay. Yeah, she, this that. was a UFC promo. Oh, like, was, I'm thinking this yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, no, she, to figure And she out. was like, oh, like, I think it was maybe like an ad, or I don't remember what it was for. But you can check <laughs> it out, check it out. And then she was just like, my mom said, I don't have a do-nothing bitch body. Like, I do things. I yeah. work, like, I'm strong. I can, like, carry stuff. Anyway, know. but it was really cool, because it had, like, the edge of just, like, it was, like, feminist. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? Like, I don't give a shit. And it was, I'm like, here to beat ass. That's yeah. what always got Ronda Rousey over, what everyone liked about her, is that she was she was unbeatable. Yeah. She and she was like a, a really powerful woman. Yeah, you know, physically powerful, dominating the business monetarily. Also, would like show uh, her her beauty, and it was like her version of be- beautiful. I don't. Know, I'm not. I'm, I'm sure I'm saying this in a swampy way, because uh, I'm. You know, because uh, uh, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what you could say anymore. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, don't say it. 
Yeah. yeah. But now it's like, so, okay, so now translate that to WB, and now her role is celebrity. Yeah. And so she's like, I'm a celebrity, and her only thing is like, I'm I'm going to beat you. But she also came at it from a low status angle of like, I'm new here, and I'm like, right? Yeah. So, so every, I'm new here, and I'm a beginner. I'm yes. an amateur. But everyone likes me because I'm famous. It's completely not at all. It's completely the opposite of what made us like her in the first yeah. place. And that's the thing. If she would have came in like a badass. Right, what you're came saying. Out, yeah, and like instead of doing that point at the end of Rumble, she right. just came out and messed up Asuka. Right. Like, holy shit. Like that would throw everybody off. Instead, she came out, she pointed, she smiled. And like once I saw her smile, I knew it's like, okay, she's going to be a baby face because that's Vince's thing. Baby right. faces need to smile. And I don't think it fits her well. If she, like you said, if she's just roughing people up, she's beating people up backstage before their matches. She's right. out of control. Uh, WWE can't control her. That's great. Right. But instead, so it's, yeah, and 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 it's like just being a celebrity or like uh, just an athlete or whatever doesn't translate to pro wrestling. Pro right. wrestling is its own unique beast. Yes. Where it's like you need character. You know, and you need <laughs> an angle. You need yeah. a gimmick. That's yeah. what the the gimmick. Where like, this is a bit of stand up I'm working on that I'll give you some insight <laughs> into, like like wrestling stand up. But it's uh, I always warn people because I'm like, here's a here's, but here's I won't even bit. do it like in bit form. But bit alert. I'll explain the premise. But the idea is kind of like in 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 sports, all you want is someone who's like classy, like brings it on the court, and then off the court is like full class. So it's like. Michael, you know, Michael Jordan or those, like, in interviews, you'd be like, oh, all right, like, you know, he would do, uh, he, he would just be like, yeah, you know, they were a great team, we were a good team, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, my point is that Derek Jeter is, like, the consummate athlete. He's, like, the hero of baseball, right? And you're like, because he was, like, great at the game, right? But the star if in pro wrestling would be A-Rod. Like A Rod, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, where yeah, like A yeah. Rod is the pariah of baseball yeah, yeah, yeah. because he's got too much personality. Yeah, he's got he's too three dimensional for what people want in sports, <laughs> right? Yeah, but makes sense. Yeah. In real life, I want A Rod would literally every single year in the playoffs have a new blonde yeah valet sitting in the stands, a big star would be Kate Hudson, and then it'd be like Jayla, or, yeah. or like uh, Cameron Diaz, right? He would just switch out which A-list woman yeah. he was dating, and he would, and they'd be sitting there with their mom when he'd come up to the plate. <laughs> he'd come up to the plate like the coolest rap song, and then he'd have pictures of himself in a magazine the next week, like kissing a mirror. That's yeah. what you want in wrestling. You're right. But in sports, people are like, this guy's, fuck He's this guy. Crazy. He's too into himself. Yeah. Where like Jeter would just be like, yeah, he can work, but yeah, that that would be Jeter. Yeah, and so that's that's what Ronda's falling into that's a good, the that's Jeter a good role of, of like, yeah, she right, she's got, she can work in the ring, she's an athlete, but, I, but I, I do, where's the rest? I do and think she's never been good at that. She has no real charisma. No, she's got no real personality, and it shows in this commentary. Well, yeah, Go. and that's like that's something I I watched that match the other night, and I saw her commentary, and I was like, ah, oh, like she has nothing. But also, I kind of. Being there. I, By the way, I just brought up the Michael Jordan because I was like, yeah. I don't want to do the bit. I'll talk about something <laughs> peripheral. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to the bit. Just go it's to Jeter and A-Rod. A-Rod. <laughs> That's the bit. But there's also, you made me think of Michael Jordan and Dennis Rodman. And Dennis yeah. Rodman literally went in the wrestling because he is a character. Yeah, you're and right. And then think about it. That's he better. faced Carl Malone. Yeah. <laughs> and Carl Malone is like the. The, the mailman? Yeah. I mean, I guess you're That's right. a terrible gimmick. It the is a terrible man. gimmick. That's a job gimmick. I'm here to deliver. Like, he's like. <laughs> 
boring as hell. Then you have Robin, yeah. who's like kicking photographers in the nutsacks right. and coloring his hair all different, wearing dresses. Yeah. That's a wrestler. You know, that's yeah. a, a. A Rod was a pro wrestler. Entertainer. Yeah. And none of you respected him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the dude, he might have. <laughs> whatever. All right. No, yeah. That might be. Oh, but, all right. But like Ronda. <laughs> so they might be racist. Let's keep going. <laughs> Ronda on the mic, though, what I felt from the other night is that they're trying to preserve that she comes from. It, uh, an MMA background, right? And they're trying to show, oh, here's an athlete. That's what they're trying to do. They're not trying to turn right. her into a WWE superstar, which I think, to me, like, I I always wanted something that had more insanity to it, more imagination than. than and this is along with your 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 bit, like, yeah, guys, sports, check out my sports bit sports. At, D, at Darren Black Attack on Instagram, <laughs> at D Black Attack on Twitter. You can check out on our Twitter at COW uh, Podcast, <laughs> and you know, retweet my bit, support the bit. It's already got comments from professionals. I'm gonna wrestlers. keep bringing it up. <laughs> this is a great, but he's right, and that's something. <laughs> it's funny to plug uh, <laughs> uh, plug one social media post. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a great post! It's a good post, guys. Just yeah. that's that will explain everything you need to know about why Ronda Rousey isn't going to be exciting. She's she'll be exciting in the ring. She'll uh, have some good matches. She'll do some arm bars. But like, what else does she have after that? She's not going to talk shit. Yeah, she's going to smile and show people show Natalia how to punch backstage because. Watching them do that backstage and Natalia punching, you can tell she's never really thrown a real. No, punch. yeah, absolutely. Let's <laughs> let's hear. Let, I got some actual Rousey clips. Go for let's it. Get yeah, it go so for we don't spend too much time <laughs> on this, right? Okay, I do, this one I didn't understand at all. Yeah, it was just like how I feel talking into a mic. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, there's a lot of firsts. There's sort of like, uh, was a lot of firsts. Yeah, well, you know, I've done a lot of firsts, and then uh, so, so tread ground. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I, I heard. I guess that's what she said. And I love like the big build up by Michael Cole, and then yeah. Yeah, you know, like nothing really. Fun. Yeah, so that's my thing is that, first off, commentary is hard. Yes. Like, actually, I think people, you listen to this podcast, you take it for granted. Okay, what I do is actually <laughs> very high level. But, uh, uh, no. It's good. You're good. Yeah, You're yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you got to get close to the mic, kiss it, and just speak your mind. But I, uh, <laughs> no, but it's commentary is hard, right? Especially if the question's coming at you, you don't have answers for. But I think it's a weird thing where they're scared. Uh, they're they're giving her some stock. Well, you yeah. might be able to speak this. She's saying some stock lines they're giving her clearly. Yeah. And she's not able to couch them between, like, to make them feel not natural. Yeah. So she's uh, like, so she's just either just like weirdly saying the line, um, yeah, or, or, right. And she's not able to be like really natural because I don't think her. She's really confused because she's like, "What's well, my character's point of view?" She's getting caught in kayfabe and like just being herself. And if you've heard her in real interviews before, like I heard, she did an hour on Howard Stern, like. She she's not very articulate. She doesn't have a lot to say. She doesn't really have a strong <laughs> opinion on things. Yeah, you know, she's just been fighting her whole life. Right, she's just like I fight. I try to win. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you don't have anything else besides that. Yeah, like, it's very not. I don't want to say primitive. It's that's her survival mechanism. I fight. Right. I win. That's it. Yeah. But like other than that, yeah, like she. What I saw when I was watching that was Vince. Vince is in the, her ear. He's in all their ears. He some I remember he ha she has a headpiece in. Yeah, I mean, she, had, does? she had a headset on 
from what I remember. And yeah. there was a point where she, before she said something, she looked kind of looked up and out like she was listening to somebody. Yeah. And then I forget what she said, but I remember seeing that thinking, oh, Vince is probably in her ear. Oh. Or maybe Vince Did is- you start looking towards where the voice is coming yeah, from? Yeah, she's like that's starting to look back towards- response. She's looking back towards Gorilla. Oh, wait, don't look. Look into yeah, the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not, she seemed very uncomfortable. And that's something I noticed. And that's only from being there. Like, I remember watching Vince, like, hit a button and tell Cole to say, tell, you know, put over- uh, Put over Braun Strowman how powerful he is. Right, you know, like he would. That's that's Vince talking, and he yeah. talks like this. And I would say we used uh, to do a show at uh, UCB, uh, like the UCBW show still goes on, where you'd have to be announced. Uh, whatever the point, it's like it was a comedy wrestling show, and I was already a pretty established improviser, and they asked me to do like the commentary where I'd uh-huh. sit at a table and announce um, fake wrestling matches <laughs> and like some comedy bits or whatever. And I remember sitting down and just being like, "Yeah, this should be easy." And we're being shocked how difficult it it, it was to oh, do. Yeah. Doing commentary is a whole other muscle. Dude, those guys, like, I, I worked with- And she's with, learning so much. Yeah. I worked with JR. I worked with King and um, Morrow down at NXT. And those guys do their work. Like, they dig into it. Cole's good at that, too. Cole's, like, really good at digging into his work. But I, I do remember specifically JR and Morrow are guys that, like, they- Before the shows, they're just grinding, 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 trying to think up every little thing they can bring up to add to that world because they're they're part they're part of painting the world or the, you know the wrestling universe the right. way it is so. yeah no I, it's what they do is you can't you know it's not easily replaceable i mean no. they got a bunch of announcers right now i don't even like i can't i can't think of one thing byron has said is the past Dude, like five years you yes, know what i mean and is a tonga on yeah tonga? They, they keep flipping through and i know like booker was He's a, he was out. on he was on one of them this week. I, yeah, I, think, I think it Raw. was Smack. I think it was, was it Raw? Raw. Okay. I think it was Raw. Yeah. No, no, no. It was Raw because the tongue was asking Rousey questions. Yeah. Here, let's hear another Rousey right. question. <laughs> Any added pressure on you, you think? Yeah, but pressure is something that I'm used to. It brings out the best in me. Pressure is what builds up behind a bullet in the chamber of a gun. <laughs> oh, look at this now. Okay, so <laughs> see what I'm saying is like that's a clear example of a line. Yes. She had a line that was like pressure is what builds up. Behind the bullet, bullet of, a, of gun. a gun. First off, no one would ever say that naturally. Yes. It's a wrestling gimmick. Yeah, right? 100%. That Sophie's sounded, laughing, I think, in the back. That sounded yeah, like I, a I, line. When she said it, I was like, that's a cool thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> right. But <laughs> that I'm no saying, one would ever say. It's designed to be cool, but she didn't sell it. No. Right? She said it like, here's something I was told to say, because the yeah. way, let's listen again. It sounded like she was reading it. She yeah. shoehorned it in, and then she didn't say anything after it. No. Where you have to be like... <laughs> it's a metaphor that you use to explain something. You don't just go pressure is with. Like, it was just a, a yeah. random fact she stated. Yeah. It was like say a random fact. She didn't pay off the the gun metaphor. Um, In the chamber of a gun. Uh, it, it was like <laughs> it would be like, hey, uh, Rhonda, um, say a random fact. <laughs> this is what builds up behind a bullet in the chamber of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I queued it up wrong. Oh, here, I'm trying this again. Okay, here we go. Tell me, okay, hey Rhonda, <laughs> Rhonda, Rhonda, tell me a, tell me a random fact about pressure. <laughs> pressure is what builds up behind a bullet in the chamber of a gun. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, you had that on cue. That was amazing. Wow, physics physicist here explaining yeah. how a gun works. It's incredible, <laughs> incredible. Uh, that's gonna kill when I have the botched version of it right before that I killed it. Yeah, but I'm saying like that, right? That's weird. So you go pressures, yeah. and then you be like, and and uh, and I'm a gun. Yeah. Like, where does it? What is the point of that? Right. I don't know. And that's Sophie, a, make that work. 
I was about. I was well. I was gonna ask Matt. Yeah, he's <laughs> the one that would know. He's the writer. Here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, and I'm gonna. Bl- I don't know. What well, that's the thing. Like, that's and I'm I, the gun. That's what I said. There was no <laughs> payoff to it. Gun. It was just like and. <laughs> okay, and then like Michael Cole probably just went back to the match. It was like Natty's knees hurt or whatever happened that night. You guys ready for the next one? Yeah. All right, this one yeah. I'm gonna make work. Oh wait, I think that was just the personality part because she's like, I look for personality in the ring. I look for personality in the ring. I look for personality because I'm looking for one. I'm trying to to adopt one. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, like that's that's the thing too. It's like they slapped on the rowdy rowdy piper. Oh, 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 sorry. All right, wait, what? Oh, I was just thinking, I was saying, like, when she first came out, they slapped the whole Rowdy Rowdy, Pi- Rowdy, Rowdy Piper thing on her. And that Rowdy was, like, my guy. Rowdy right. was my guy. And to see that she got that, I was like, oh, cool. And then they gave her Joan Jet. I'm like, they're trying to, she has nothing, so they're trying to pile that on to make yeah. it seem well, cool. Yeah, jo- well, that's her song she used to enter it for MMA. I, really? I, I, I was about to say. It's the she- Freaks and Geeks theme song. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was about to say she reminds me of, like, the Kristen Stewart is Kristen Stewart the person I'm thinking of? Yeah, Kristen Stewart from uh, of... I was gonna call it Sparkle, but I think it's called Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you're talking about from Sparkle? Yeah. You guys know that vampire series? I Sparkle. Love Sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what no, but just well, just like like very like like great actress, really good at the craft. But watching her speak in an interview makes me want to like go to sleep. No, she's annoying. She yeah. grew up in the biz. Her parents in were like biz, in the biz. Exactly. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You got to watch out for those. <laughs> As a, as a guy who lives in LA, you know why everyone goes like, "Hey, my dad did this, my dad." Did this. It's nice to meet you. Oh, I gotta go. Great, I gotta, <laughs> gotta go. I gotta run away. Gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I remember back. It was like last summer at, down at NXT. Uh, Shayna Baszler had just started. It was during yeah. the. Uh, I did the. Um, what was it? The women's. <laughs> what was the women's tournament that I worked? May Young Classic. The May Young Classic. Yeah, so I was there for the whole. Thing. What was the men's tournament called? Uh, the cruiserweight classic. Right, I just want to see how fast you were able Dude. to pick that. I was trying to figure out if you're a feminist or not. No, turns out you are. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out. That well, they you they are. said it was like me and Maz and uh, who else was down there with us? Oh, this other guy who's. Oh no, it was Maz and I doing most of the May Young Classic, sitting in a room with all those ladies and like helping them with their. Matt Mazzani, friend of the show. Yeah, Matt Mazzani. <laughs> hey, Matt. Uh, but he, from what I remember, I think it was that Shayna. They brought Shayna in, and then they had the f- whole four horsewomen thing. And then we had to shoot a backstage where the four horsewomen from the MMA confronted the four horsewomen from the WWE. Yeah. And we sh- I remember shooting it, and we had to redo it, like, three or four times because it was like, hey, guys, line up this way. And, like, getting those girls used to, like, the thing we do in the WWE. I don't know right. if this ever came out, but it was, like, origi- it was like the first time those – I've seen a met. picture of it before. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure that got out, but I remember That's like wait, that thing is too insider for even dude, me. Like that was like I remember that happening, and I was like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. Yeah, like you know, this it's is like, let's try to summer. just make Sasha Banks on her own work. Yeah, like let alone like celebrating your posse of like mediocrity. Yeah, uh, like anyway, whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I fucked brought... up. I mean, some of them are good, but I'm like, I don't know. Sasha, yeah. Sasha Banks rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> she, uh, see, yeah, I mean, she. She yeah. to me was always great backstage or whatever, but I I think Vince had a thing like he didn't like how she would talk, like she yeah. had I don't know I, I don't I like how she talks either. I'm like <laughs> I I feel like she should be better. Yeah yeah. All right, ready for another yeah. Rousey? This is the kicker. I think this one ready. 
exactly a lot of footage of you Ooh. inside a WWE ring. She's been watching and you've been progressing. But Nia said she challenged you to this matchup because you are, quote, right for the picking. She wants to take you out now and make her name at your expense while she still can. Well, right for the picking is something only my husband calls me. We'll get to that in one moment as this matchup continues live on Raw. Then they go to break. And we're back live we on come back. Jackson control Natalia, their first meeting ever. Meanwhile, Natalia's friend, Ronda Rousey, who faces Nia Jackson two weeks at the Money pay-per-view event, looking on here at our announced booth. And Rod, I had mentioned to you earlier Nia's comments about how you're, quote, right for the picking. She wants to make her name at your expense before you improve too greatly within the WWE ring. What are your thoughts on that? I know it was a long clip, but Dude. she said it again. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I didn't, I didn't catch that when I watched it on Monday. Yeah, but that's insane. Oh so she had, she had that ready to go. That was loaded in the okay. gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, all right, Sophie, what do you want to say? <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, we need some female perspective yeah, yeah, here. Please, yeah. Do you like someone well, being like, my husband thing. calls me right for the picking? That's, How do you feel yeah. about that? That feels so weird. I don't know. It even feels weird to like kind of attack a woman for the way she talks. It's a little bit like, but she she's a boring speaker. Oh, you mean I that we're being swampy? Is that yeah, what you're we saying? Mean, little, we mean jerks. But like, no, well, I, I mean, just feel like. I think we're worse <laughs> to the guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll That's shit on true. The, I'll shit on the guys. But yeah, yeah I mean, that that. What a weird thing to have her say, because it does sound very stock. Maybe she thought that up and was like, "Oh, I can say this." Like, I could see, I could see her. Here's here's what I, I don't think even happened. Get it. That what day. is that? Like, what does what? It mean? My husband calls me right for the picking. Is it like, oh? She's ready for the harvest. <laughs> yeah, like, you know that's what that sounds like. That to me. sounds like it was like he was waiting for me to yeah. be eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my husband's been watching me since I was twelve. Yeah. <laughs> he, he would look me through the middle school window <laughs> in his Trans Am, and then when I was ripe for the picking, he was the only one allowed to call me that. <laughs> oh oh my god, that was yeah. that question. Would be like, yeah, I feel like that day when they before they they had that match set. So it was Nia versus Natalia. Uh, they're setting up for N- Nia to face Ronda at Money in the Bank. And they're like, during the production meeting, they're like, all right, we got this match. And then I could see Arn Anderson raising his hand and be like, uh, boss, how about we put Ronda on, uh, we put her on the cans at ringside. And right. then it's like, okay, yeah, let's do that. We got to promote her some way. But then, like, she can't talk. So then it, and it, WWE's thing is, like, they want to protect they're, they're workers. They want to protect Ronda. They want to show that she's awesome. But don't put her on headset if she can't talk. But they did that. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she had a couple lines here. There were two lines here quick, just in her defense, that I thought were pretty good. But she's just boring, like 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 Sophie was saying. Like, yeah. She's just boring. But these are, like, decent lines. These yeah. are decent lines. ...yourself for something unfamiliar to you in MMA. Headbutts like that are illegal. See, I actually like that response, even though it's like kind of sloppy. Because yeah, yeah. she's like, "Yeah, well, look, I'm not gonna get headballed. There, I just gotta like be ready." To, like, it's a natural response to like that's like an actual training question. Yeah. Like, all right, well, how do you prepare for a headbutt? And he's like, "You don't prepare for a headbutt." Like, that's cool. Yeah. Obviously, she could have said it with better. Yeah. Hopefully, she will get more fluid and more confident to just respond without being, yeah. you know. And that, that's part the of jumble. It too. I I assume. 
she's a huge investment. They're putting her on the show. Yeah. They want her to get reps behind the mic. Well, she killed it at Mania. Yeah. Like, no, we got to remember, great. like, I that said she's going to work just to couch all the, like, uh, she, she's going to, it's going to work. Yeah. So I'm saying this will work. Yeah. Uh, here's another, this, I actually think this is decent, even though it's weird. It's like, but it is fine response. Principle is maximum efficiency, minimum effort. It's using your opponent's strength and momentum against them, and she gives gives me a lot to use against her. To your point about judo, we saw Natalia attempt a judo throw a hip toss earlier in the match to absolutely no success against Nia Jax. What's going to make anything different when you do it? Two Olympics, man. And here comes Natalia. <laughs> yeah, like two Olympics. Two Olympics. Fine, that's yeah. that's fine. <laughs> she just doesn't sell it, like you know what yeah. I mean. Like it's like two, you know, yeah. two Olympics. Two Olympics. Do it. Olympics. I'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, so how do you, how do you yeah, how do you sell or what was this question? I can't just remember. Answer, well, how is it going to uh, be different? Make when up you the question. Yeah, 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 Sophie, yeah. you asked me the question. Yeah, you do it. <laughs> okay, so how is this going to be any different when you do it? <laughs> Sophie, I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> Two Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple. I got, there's a couple ways to do it. All right, get, ask Matt. So, Matt, how is this going to be any different when you try and do it? <laughs> really? Two Olympics. <laughs> I got two <laughs> words for you. Two Olympics. Two Olympics? Two Olympics. Two Olympics. Two Olympics. Two Olympics. Two, it two like, Olympics. <laughs> it feels like if you, if I could, I mean, it feels like you would like pan straight to camera. Like you would just like face the camera. And, like, yeah, you look right it. into the camera. Yeah. You, they slowly zoom in. <laughs> yeah, two exactly. Olympics, <laughs> and then the crowd goes nuts. Well, you do it like kind of like, are you are you kidding me? Like, you know, you know, uh, I am Queens Boulevard. <laughs> you know the entourage. <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> I am two Olympics. <laughs> All right, uh, entourage still topical for me. Uh, <laughs> that's what happens you're a douche and look like this. Okay, we got man. We, we blew through all our time not talking about any any of stuff that went out. So I'm just, I'm just gonna. <laughs> All right, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to play another cash in, and then I'm going to blow through a bunch of stuff. <laughs> okay? Sophie, you all right? Mm-hmm, yep. All right, cool. All right, here we go. Ready for cash in? I don't know what this is about because I don't have any explanation here. The only in the description of this is it says, yeah, man, from Joshua <laughs> Huff. Okay. Huff Nation cashing in on the podcast. This was Nick Tulo's idea. Nick Tool had this idea. I repeat myself. Here we go now. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Josh Huff of H U F F H U F F. So nice you gotta spell it out twice. Huff Nation cashing in an auto tune. Nick Tulo's idea. I'm giving a Huff take on two things. One, Dominions this weekend. Woo! I'm excited for some wrestling in Japan. Um, it'll be much better than WWE's product right now. That's my huff take. They need to have an off-season because Raw is substantially bad. SmackDown is so much better in terms of roster, but I kind of found myself a little bit bored with this SmackDown as well. Um, summer is just a terrible time for wrestling. I think you need to put it on hiatus around for about two months. You can push the XFL at that point because that's when the season will be starting. I always wonder Do something, sound like man. When you just talk. Push NXT. <laughs> I don't care. Just I need an off season. Other than that, stay good. Huff Nation's out. 
<laughs> I like it. All right, auto tune cashing. I like that. That was a lot of fun. Cool. I I really like that, Josh. That was great. Yeah, we should have an off season. I think I agree with everything you said yeah. there. So uh, we'll move on for time. But yeah, good stuff. Uh, actually, let's just let's just play another cash in, okay? Because I think this one's gonna be. A, I feel it's gonna be about Rousey. Oh no no no! This is John Silver. We already heard from him. Uh, long long John Silver. I think we call him. So uh, let's see. We got this one. All right, let's play this last cash in. There might be another one, guys. I'm off the grid in New York. <laughs> hey, Jabroniacs, it is Adam Joel, baby. <laughs> Want to call in, give my quick little bit about what I think is wrong with the Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. I did that last time I called in, too. Stumbling over. Anyway, Ronda Rousey, why it falls flat is the whole reason she has any credibility in the sports world is because she's a really good real-world fighter, like one of the best. But this isn't the real world. You can't. It doesn't work for me if you tell me that Ronda Rousey should be feared because she's a good real fighter because you can't see my eye, but I'm winking. They're all good fighters. You know what I mean? So to me, if she's not good on the mic or really that good in the ring yet, besides the one match at WrestleMania, that means that she's just not that good because she's got a clean slate when she comes in the door from, this time I'm doing uh, finger quotations, real fighting. So that's my problem. With that being said, Nia Jax, I think, did a really good promo on Monday. The whole thing with uh, that, I don't know which brony lady is, Bronita? Not sure. But anyway, the lady jabroni that she was wrestling and doing that little stuff on the nice little bit, and then when she was taunting her in the ring for, for giving the mean face, I thought that was really effective for Nia. But overall, that's why I think all the Ronda Rousey stuff falls flat. You can't be a, up there because you're a good real-world fighter because they're all good real-world fighters. I'm just not raising my eyebrows. All right. Love the show. Goodbye. All right, thanks for cashing in, Gabooey. Let's remember these cash ins. Try to keep them in a minute. Uh, you'll see. You'll find that most points you have can be done in a minute and done properly. So, uh, but yeah, cool, good points. I think that's we covered all that stuff. Yeah, but keep yeah, it tight. but this Rousey thing was the main thing this week. All right, let's blow through the rest of stuff. I mean, look, we're in this in between time. It's not like really that much to cover. There's some cool matches we got to see. You know, Finn. Um, uh, who did we see? Finn, Finn, Finn Owens. Yeah. We saw that. Like that was cool. Uh, what did you, you think know, of that uh, Braun Bobby Roode match? I thought it was. I thought it was fine. I, I mean, I, yeah. What? I like that little spot where he broke Bobby. The had, yeah, I, I was like, okay, cool. Like Bobby, come. Like it. It made no sense to me that we brought him up and made him a baby face, but that's what Vince saw him as. Did it, were you there when that happened? Yes. Yeah, it felt yeah. weird, right? Yeah, because like I had worked with him at NXT. Like I did some of his last promos at NXT, and then he came up and was immediately. Uh, baby face because Vince is like oh, he has a robe and he is glorious yeah how's that not a baby face and it's like well you got to see him work and do a promo and then the stuff he's been doing it's baby face promos but all he just says is glorious and that's yeah it. I think he'll be one of those guys just like Shinsuke right now where it's like the second we turn him heel he'll fall like he'll oh, snap yeah. into place hundred percent because right now he's just not he's just not a face like yeah. he's just not a face he's no. a guy you know a guy he's got a he's got a heel look yeah he's got a heel attitude. Um, and the crowds, he doesn't have that, you know, some people don't have a, don't have a face likability. He just, no. does, you know, um, yeah. So I think, uh, I, I think, a thing that blows my mind is when Strowman broke that ladder, I think it's amazing that like, there's an infinite well of things they can do with Strowman, <laughs> it feels like, right? Like, yeah. you're like he flipped this and they, he flipped a, a, an ambulance. Damn, I was there for that. That right? was fun. And that's the thing, like every how day. How do they do that? Do you know how they oh, do that? Yeah. I can mean, you spoil that or no? 
You don't have to. You don't have to. I mean, I, they I'll have it say, from like every I'll, angle. I'll just say it's uh, there's a hydraulic yeah. arm, and then also there was studs, which I think if you watch it back, you can see the studs. They were on the wheels, so he could push it over. Like I remember that was in um that was in Long Island actually. Yeah, but yeah, I remember yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's listen. Yeah. Long Island guys are trying to flip cars <laughs> yeah. all the time. That's part of what we do. They just brought some like locals in, like help us flip this car. The strong man needs to flip a car. I know guys in Long Island who think <laughs> they can flip a car. Okay, <laughs> I sent that clip. That clip I sent to Gabrus immediately. <laughs> that goes to all Long Island guys. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like yeah, like that stuff. And I oh, that was the same one where Roman was on the stretcher, right? Yeah. And then I think we cut and they put a dummy yeah. and then like pushed, him, pushed off the- him off of the gurney, <laughs> yeah. off of the loading dock. Yeah, and then yeah, he loaded yeah. him into the ambulance and then he crashed a truck into the ambulance. Yeah, Sophie, yeah. are you hearing this? <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, the best one. Wrestling though, is so good. It is so good. My, my favorite one, though, out of that whole like brawn destruction path yeah. was uh, when he pulled down the that like scaffolding or whatever with the grappling hook. Oh, the I remember, grappling hook was the best. Yeah. I hate it when people were like, why is there a grappling hook? I was yeah. like, what a dumb complaint. Yeah. Well, first off, they have just, they have infinite tools backstage. Yeah. They, you can't imagine they need a grappling hook for something there. They got they got a fucking $5 million setup. Yeah. You know? It's insane. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah they just they have, got a grappling hook. Shut the know, fuck up. Yeah, some of the crew guys, they, uh, you know, they're going to go uh, spelunking later. So Absolutely. they got their, uh, well, I mean, yeah. spelunking is the same shit. It's just like going under these arenas or like, yeah. <laughs> Coming down from the rafters. I mean, right? <laughs> These arenas are man-made spawns. Yeah, zone. that was that. Uh, the the grappling hook was the same thing Sting used back in the nineties <laughs> to propel down to the. the um, roof. yeah, that's that that's left over from Sean coming <laughs> down for the Iron Man match. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, but I, whatever. That, I, yeah. So, all right. So hydraulic. I imagine. I mean, that that would be my guess yeah, on how they did it. it. It's just cool because there's no. I thought they would have something pulling it from the back, just like because that would be the cheapest way to yeah. do it. But like, then they have they would post every angle on in social media. Yeah, I remember. I'm because I remember they that took a while to shoot and like shots like that. Vince was there. Like right. Vince usually on those backstages, he's not there. You just have to get them approved by like a the head writer or whatever, and then Vince sees him and either yells at you or he doesn't. And then with that, he's there. There yeah. was another one like that where I think Braun threw. Like Kalisto or somebody into a garbage can. Yeah, yeah, Kalisto. And I re- yeah, I was backstage for no reason. So I was in the shot, the best. and I had to go like, "No, bro, no." Like, oh, you're you know, in the I'm, shot. I mean, I'm in a lot of those <laughs> shots. Where I'm like, "No, oh, no." And I remember Vince is like yelling at everyone to get into certain spots, and he he was like, "Braun was like his prized possession." He was like, oh, "Yeah, I'm gonna make him look great. I need to yeah. direct this. None of you writers get it. Yeah, fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's." Anything that happens with Braun, I'm assuming Vince yeah. is probably there. Because he thinks all you guys are, like, dumb, smart marks. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, he thinks every everyone except for him sees it. Like, who knows? It's like, it's still the 80s, baby. Yeah. And then he's kind of right all the time. Like, <laughs> Mania proved him right. That's what my big point after yeah. Mania was. Like, I was like, the AJ Shinsuke match was dead. People don't want a work rate match at yeah. Mania. They want stunts. Yeah. They want Rousey wrestling. Like, they want the stunts. Yeah. And, uh, they want spectacle. The, o- the only kind of matches that will work is, this is kind of, like, goes all all the way to the contradicting what I'm saying is like they they would go nuts for like an Osprey Ricochet match yeah like something like that that's like full because it's Crazy also a stunt spots, in yeah. a way that's it's a stunt it's stunts yeah anything stunt related they like and that's kind of where they were smart about the uh, low blow at the end of the Egyptian game match where they were ahead of us being like look this match might not 
kill the yeah. way you wanted to in a seven hour show. Well, that was like the one match I was like. Should have opened the show probably. It should have. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised Just they. Just for a belt. That's why it's weird. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't organize that a little differently. I mean, it's also a six hour show and then whatever's on the kickoff. Which, yeah. All right. I'm going to blow through some yeah, talking points. You ready? All right. Notice this. Jinder always has a cut on his nose. <laughs> so you're just, you guys, check that out. That's the kind of minutiae we cover here. Here's some more minutiae. Minutia. Roman Reigns looks incredible with a beard and terrible with a goatee. This week he has a beard and he looks awesome. All right? Guy's a stud. Uh, whether you like him or not, the guy's a stud. This shirt is better than the other shirt, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Um, this uh, Baron Corbin being the constable of Raw, <laughs> absolutely love this. I think yeah. this is great. The only thing about this is an example of the stuff we don't like about wrestling. What frustrates us as fans is that lazy rollout. I mean, this might have been thought of ten minutes before they went Probably. on TV. From my, yeah. from yeah, right, Matt here, like he he's had no interaction at all with Stephanie and Vince. It's like uh, and and Triple H. So it's like. Why did why would Baron Corbin, uh, uh, at this point a jobber, yeah. uh, have any kind of claim to the McMahons? You know, like let's see them talk at all. Like, Vin, like Angle's just like yeah, just build accepting it, build his it words. a little more, right? Yeah, yeah. and that's the thing. It, it, Wouldn't he question this at all? No, and I, that's like that seems like a day of pitch, or maybe you know I could see Vince is like, what are we doing with Corbin? And they were just right. like, uh, he how about this? He's a constable. Oh, I like constables. Yes. Or like, you yeah, know, like, a Corbin Constable, I think, is great. Yeah. Like, it's great for him. I would love if he has people are making online uh, uh, on social media putting like monocles on him and stuff. <laughs> like, I think that's great. Give, yeah. give Corbin some kind of like constable jacket or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, whatever. I love that. Yeah. It's a cool spot for him. Corbin is a unique talent. I actually see like some. I see some potential in him for yeah. the right role. He's not like a big heavyweight guy. He's for a me, good. But, I mean, he is a heavyweight. heel. To me, he's a good classic yeah. heel. And like he. He's a dude that, like, backstage, he's, like, he's working his ass off. He's doing his thing. And I, I remember one time he yelled at me because he just took a chair shot at the end of SmackDown, and I had to run him the talking smack. Right. And I was like, yo, you got to go or you're the first guy up. Damn it. Can't I just – I just took a chair to the back. Can I chill out? I'm like, yeah, you're good. Like, you're right. 6'10". Don't yell at me and kill me. And, like, he – you know, like wow. yeah, he he was. He, all, he's no, he's not. Really, he's like kind of an asshole, right? Uh, he was cool with me. Oh, he's cool, I, really. It, it, to me, he was. And then I do remember. That's funny. I've heard he's just kind of a jerk. One, yeah, which one, I, I always like because his character. Is a jerk. One of the funniest things about him, and I heard this through Ko, was uh, he. So he had he was the Money in the Bank guy for a while. Yeah, he would carry around. So he's a watch collector. Right. He would carry around like watch collector magazine and the Money in the Bank briefcase really yeah and like ko i guess like saw him on the plane open the watch up. collector is the most heel thing yeah. you could be to me. <laughs> the watch collector and the bad like, guy he's yeah. just like i love watches <laughs> he, he wins a match he goes i'm going to buy a watch yeah. <laughs> take me to the fifth avenue to get the most expensive watch. yeah, yeah. Like, you know what time it is i don't care because i'm going in a watch to know um <laughs> what yeah. what time zone are has like an armful of watches. Love it. Go ahead. Yeah, go Blowing ahead. through already. Well, he he should. I would love if Corbin starts being the constable and like he talks about his paycheck going up and starts <laughs> investing in watches and like he has like diamond studded bullshit. Oh, he like, gets his own. He gets his own office. That's yeah. Just what would a guy on. who has? What would that character do with money? Is a really cool <laughs> angle, right? Like as a cool like you know what I mean? Like yeah, what yeah, would yeah. he spend his money on? Just evil things yeah. like metal, like just uh, like uh, some sort of metal backdrop for his office. That yeah. Has, like uh. I don't, 
he won some medal award while I was there. Yeah, I know. I saw, yeah, he won. I saw that. All right, Kurt Hawkins, two hundred losses. <laughs> He's on a two hundred lo- match losing streak right now, which is very funny. Yeah. And then Corbin beat Corbin. The constable Corbin came <laughs> constable in, threw some Corbin. tacos all over him. <laughs> this is oh real yeah, what selfie. was that taco thing about? I didn't. I saw that, but I didn't understand. Because he, cause he was. was gonna have a taco party. Oh, uh, okay. It, it, I don't know why, because it was yeah, like I'm if sure. I don't lose, and then yeah, and then the B team wins a title shot. Kurt Hawkins probably will join the B team, the best team. Yeah, uh, probably right. It seems like they're both having celebrations. Um, I didn't look. Owens was like scared on the ladder during that Finn's Owen. He was oh, like yeah. scared to jump off. That feels like out of character for me for it Owens. Does. I know he's a, kind of a heel and chicken shit heel he's now, to be a but, shit but yeah. I think his thing is that he goes balls out. Like that's one of my things I love about Owens is that yeah. he he's kind of like. Well, remember he was like the prize fight. Michael and like right. you know he came out and just wanted to fight and now yeah. it's like like you said they've pulled him back a little bit where he's like he's gonna puss out when he's on top of the ladder instead of just like yeah. go for it I, I don't want him to puss out yeah, I, I want him to be a wrecking a, ball like he it, was yeah before. yeah yeah it's it's a minor thing but like I want him to like want to kill people even yeah. though he's funny like he sees an opportunity so yeah that's a small thing all right cool now um okay we're gonna cover two things two more <laughs> things and then blow through a couple minor things all right you good Sophie Okay. Uh, all right. All five right. minutes. Yeah. Five minutes. All right. I got five minutes. Okay. All right. So, oh man, I, I, no one cares about this Sammy Zayn, Bobby Lashley <laughs> stuff. No Dude, one cares. I love Sammy though. I love when he gets yeah. to be a joke, like a a Joker type character. Like, yeah. He's wild, but he I, who knows with Bobby Lashley and whatever wherever they're going with this. He, Zayn is doing great work. It's just like I think one thing he's doing wrong is that like. He is not – he's staying in the joke mode the whole time. Yeah. Like, he needs to at some point start, like, cutting through and just be like, you're corny and it makes me sick you're here. Yeah. Your Instagram is corny. Like, you don't belong in WWE. You're getting paid more than me. Like, something is just like – and it makes me – it makes me sick. Like, <laughs> you need something that's just like, here's why I hate you as opposed to I just make fun of you just yeah. to, like, make fun of you. Yeah. Like, it's a little too – like, it doesn't – it doesn't build the feud right now. It's like you're just be annoying me because last you're gonna get nothing from Lashley, so you really need that. Um, I love the like, were you even in the army? I love. <laughs> I think that was great. Uh, it was just this segment was a little anticlimactic. Yeah. Graves summed it up amazingly. He, he goes. Uh, he goes, your Instagram is incredibly basic. He goes, yeah, well, look, even the Lashley's Instagram is incredibly basic. That was the line I think we needed from from Zane that I don't remember hearing, but. I literally spit laughing when he said that. <laughs> to call Lashley a jacked up guy's Instagram basic. basic. <laughs> um, any thoughts on that? I mean, you don't you don't have to say anything for time. We don't uh, need it, but I want to make sure you hear stuff. I don't know, dude. Yeah, Bobby Bobby was boring to me back then, and yeah, still is. I know. Um, SmackDown. Char- I like Charlotte keeps losing because she's making mistakes. I think that's mm, cool. Like that's she cool. keeps losing after she does a back uh, the moonsault. Yeah. Like it's like she could probably beat these people if she would like stop showing off. I like that she's getting in her own head. Yeah, there's some cool storytelling cool going on. Exactly. Yeah. And let's get Becky over. I don't like that Becky has holes in her stockings. It looks dumb to me. <laughs> it looks like they just broke. Uh, it doesn't look like it doesn't look stylized. Uh, <laughs> the Carmella unmasking thing was like two one note. Yeah. Um, and um, Carl Anderson beat Luke Harper. That was surprised. Okay, here's the last thing I want to cover. I really like this contract signing with Shinsuke. Yeah, I thought that was really great. Yeah. Um, I, I think they 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 figured out it's a backstage how to, yes. contract signing, which was interesting. Give I think it it's better to have Nakamura in a backstage like that. Have him. He's he's uh trying. I always remember saying it is like he's a trickster spirit where you never know what you're gonna get. He's constantly messing with you, and I feel like his facial expressions really show that. And he did that well this past Tuesday. Yeah. I think. No, I I totally agree. I think uh like I liked 
AJ, I think he Shinsuke is like in, as a heel, he's amazing yeah. at it. It's clearly what he belongs being. He is like the Joker. Like yeah. it was like yeah, the Joker, exactly. right? Yeah, like yeah. right. He is. He's like kind of. He's just you, fucking he's, with he's it. On, I'm you, gonna get in your head. Yes. And you're gonna and like AJ's getting is bo- boiling with frustration and what AJ's what Shinsuke's doing is working to the point that AJ slapped him, yeah. <laughs> right? Which like, he's the good guy. He slapped him. And yeah. I'm just like, uh, like he, you're annoying me so much. Yeah, he, he got pushed, under my he skin. pushed the baby face so far to do that. Right, and like a baby face wouldn't just hit a guy unprompted. Yeah, baby face never backs down from a fight, but they won't throw a punch. They won't slap somebody. Yeah. And he did. And his acting was so good with the he was yawning during what yeah, AJ yeah. said. <laughs> He's flipping the pen around. It was great. But he had a pen the whole time. I wished it was a feather pen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what a minute amazing. I think you can go as weird as you want with the Shinsuke. You it should. won't hurt him at yeah. all. Because he could be super weird, he could be super ominous, but when he's in the ring, he's a precise Dirty striker, like he is a real threat. Yeah. And so it's the same thing as like Joker, where it's like he's wearing face paint, but then Right, he's like a goof, but yeah, you know he's a real threat. Also, he's yeah. actually you, like crazier he, he than might, you. He might seem like he's like this like clown or whatever, but his knee will kill you. It'll break yeah. your face. And I think Shinsuke should win the belt. At, at I think he's just doing great work. I agree. I think it's awesome. All right, that's the last thing. We're done, <laughs> Matt. Anything else you wanted to say that I didn't let you say that you've been bubbling up? Uh, oh, I was gonna say this at the beginning. Uh, the the Laredo thing. Uh, I passed Vince McMahon at four in the morning, walking to my hotel. Four in the morning. Room, four in the morning. Yeah. He's wearing gyms. He's wearing all sweats. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, have a good night, sir. Good night. No, we gotta go train. Let's go train. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll be. Here. And I. I like ran into my room, just locked the door, and I was like, "Wow!" Do you think I, he was like, "Maybe that's why they let you go"? Yeah, <laughs> they I, were like, "He doesn't train. He doesn't train. This guy doesn't train. On he's it. not working out. Look at him. He's just a this guy doesn't understand the pressure in the back of a bullet of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever the fuck that line was. <laughs> I just like the sleep, Vince. I like that. I know you didn't because I saw the energy drinks you drank and yeah. you slept. So I'm so jealous of that. Yeah. I oh, pushed like- myself like this week. I pushed myself. I was like not. I was like not sleeping, but I was like I'm going to like an 8 a.m. workout class. I went and then I get sick. Yeah. Like if I push myself too hard, I get sick. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like I was sick at Mania because before my flight to Mania, I took a 7 a.m. workout class. I was like I'm going to class because like I know I won't work out the whole weekend, and then I was sick at Mania. Like I cannot <laughs> push myself or else I die. <laughs> like I die anyway. He Matt. Dude, thanks so much for coming in. If you're LA, in LA, if you're in LA, in Los Angeles, let me know. You know, you pop back in the pod. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you know when I'm back in town. But like, that was awesome stories. Cool. Uh, I have, yeah, many more. But and you thank you for having me on. Well, we got to do a bonus episode with you where we just <laughs> we don't cover the week in wrestling at yeah. all. We'll just talk about like hey, whatever man. you want to talk about. Anytime, dude. Anything you want to plug? Um, uh, I guess. If anything, now that I'm not doing the wrestling thing anymore, check out joeyblast.com. It's a uh, a pilot I, I made and created with a friend. We just got it into a festival. I'm trying to promote that a little bit, joeyblast.com. Oh, awesome. Uh, check it out, joeyblast.com. Um, sweet. Hey, everybody, remember, if you dug the show, you <laughs> dig what we're doing, check us out on patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. we got bonus episodes up there. I've told you that. Check out my awesome social media posts today on at DanBlackAttack on Instagram and at DBlackAttack on uh, Twitter. I'm working on fixing that. Uh, and uh, you can follow us on Instagram at, at COW Podcast and uh, whatever. Twitter. You'll find us. Just find our socials. You got it. Uh, cool. All right. Hey, Sophie, thanks again. Yes. Hope you had a great Thank masturbation you session. Thank you, Sophie. Uh, uh, just finished. Oh, wow. Jacking whole, it to that the ricochet. Whole time. <laughs> yeah, the Absolutely. Ricochet. Absolutely. Hey, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.